Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'm sure Inspector Gadget had some sort of toy that could hit my prostate for sure, but it wasn't him. <laughs> Um. <laughs> okay. Wow. It's another week on That's a Gay Ass Podcast. The podcast that asks, whose fault is it that you're gay? It's me, Eric Williams, and I'm requesting a little bit of extra support this week because I just had my last therapy appointment with... My sweet straight male therapist. Um, I I guess this constitutes as a me myself and SSRI. Me myself and SSRI. I don't know. It's not medication related, but it's therapy related, and I just like the song. Yes, after close to twenty months, I had to end my therapy with my New York therapist because I've crossed borders. And he, I just, I want to take some space here to to let him know. I don't, I doubt he listens, but if he listens, God, he he was so great, such a lovely straight man that I guess did some healing with my feelings towards straight men, just from the world around us. What's interesting is that he gave me a referral for a new therapist, and I'm not joking when I say the man he referred me is a fucking hot ass daddy. He is like giving silver scruff chiseled jawline he is very lgbtq affiliated in his online profiles which again makes me think that he himself might be gay and so i'm probably part of my problematic thinking is that the only reason i want to work with him is because it gives me a close chance of smelling his groin it's not actually what I want to do, but that's the first thing that came to mind. Anyways, I'll keep you posted on my new therapy search. I have another uh, consultation with a California ex-screenwriter. So she'll kind of like know the industry, but also be a therapist. I don't know. Do I go for the hot daddy? Do I go for this the industry girly? Vote in the comments. No, but actually, I, I'm kind of curious what you think. This week, Sydney and I talk about the Netflix show Ultimatum, which is the next trash reality show that's hosted by the Lachey's. Um, I just started watching it, and we talk about it a bit this episode, but I'm going to go into a deeper dive on next week's Patreon, so you can subscribe at patreon.com slash gayasspodcast. And if you haven't, follow the podcast or subscribe right when they play this intro music. The wah-ah-ah-ow, Give me a little follow there, and if you haven't given a review, click the five stars, and that would truly mean the world follow along at gay ass podcast enjoy this episode and i'm sending you all the love in the wild
Sydney Washington, I think you know I've been a fan of yours for about 53 years. I am so happy you were on this podcast, and I just want to thank you so much for coming on. And I mean that from the bottom of my gay-ass heart. Thank you. I've seen a lot of people do your pod that, honestly, I'm friends with and adore. So I was kind of trying to understand why I wasn't asked. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a weird is that a weird thing to say? But I was like, wow, when is he gonna so get to me? Never have I ever given someone a compliment that was turned into an insult directed <laughs> back at me. Um and yet here we are. Uh no, listen, I think it's because I wanted to make sure the podcast was up to the caliber of the Sydney Washington. And so you know, you don't wanna you don't wanna uh, do rush a good thing. No, it it was it's a great it's at a great caliber. As long as you have the conversation, it truly, it doesn't matter. So It does. not lo- Exactly. And I'm so glad it's happening now. Um, I think the audience should know that I saw you in a show like, day- oh, actually, okay, here's what's crazy. I saw you at Greta's show. And if you remember, that show was during the Oscars. And so did you emerge from the theater and like also have your phone be going crazy? It was insane. I saw so many videos of the slap. I thought it was staged. Yeah. How many videos I've seen. We sat in our car right after the show and didn't drive for about 15 minutes because we were trying to decipher what the news was saying. And then we kind of drove in silence because the world had changed, shifted even. Same. Same. It it literally was one of those things that's like, okay, I don't know if my week is even going to matter. Like Exactly. Like, will work happen? Will offices be open? Will the post office be running? We don't know. I truly was like, we're going to have one of those weeks where it's like, shut everything down. Anything (laughs) that you were going to post, if you have SpawnCon, if you have tickets to promote, it's it's not happening. If it doesn't involve the slap, they don't care. Yeah, this is like SpawnCon for Kiehl's lotion, but they have to like now make it about the slap somehow. They're like moisturized hands with the slap. Yeah, I, it wasn't, it was not a good time for posting at all. Um, I do want to also say that before we started recording, we were talking about traveling with Mike podcast biz, and I've been listening to your new podcast, Peak 2000s. And oh, I have nice. to. Oh, I love it. Here's here's the reason why I love it. It's because it feels so topical because one of the first episodes talking about the OG days of American Idol. Mm-hmm. And I find myself now back to watching the current American Idol, which I don't know how many of us there are, but there's been a lot of buzz recently because they're trying to bring back the devastation of the contestants by telling them like, you did not get through, but you did. But in fact, you did not. <laughs> But here's what's fun is that you did. And they're like, wait, but did I? <laughs> and so I think the American Idol, have you been tuning into the new season? I have not. I have not. I've, I like, I'm trying to get really, really particular about the TV that I watch. Considering, oh, yeah. Like, I want to create my own stuff. And so if I get caught up watching everybody else's, then I can't, I can't create myself. Trust me, the the struggle is real, especially because there's just too many things to watch. Like my in-laws will not stop talking about Yellowstone. And I was like, I think I'm not the target odd. No. Although apparently, apparently it's good. I, the thing is, is that you open up Twitter and you can hear or no, see a thousand opinions about a thousand shows. And so mm-hmm. you're like, what, what tweet is really going to, speak to me in order for me to watch it exactly and and i think that if it doesn't have like a, a specific bent that speaks to me personally like i truly could not tell you what yellowstone is about i think it's like maybe a cow 
boy in a southern i i mean uh, it's yellowstone i'm assuming it's trees are involved it's a mm. forest you know uh but i will say on twitter the the best tweets are for abbott elementary it, like even if i wasn't watching that because i'm like um i love quinta and janelle and everybody involved if i didn't know them and i was just based off the tweets i'm like this is i have to watch it because it looks like everybody's having a good time. Wow. Yes. The tweets, I mean the 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 vi the virality of the Abbott Elementary tweets are like something that should be studied in school, I think. It very viral, very viral, but it's also like when you get something that like perfect sound bites for people to be like, "Yeah, I'm reposting this." This is even though it's about school, you're like, "I can use this quote for anything." Right. Yeah. But also that's the soundbite that's going around about American Idol right now is Katy Perry speaking to this like young straight boy that she goes, I'm sorry, we did not put you in the top 24. And then he's literally weeping that she goes, you put yourself in the top 24. Oh my gosh. That's good. That's good. You know what? You, I will say back in the day, that's why I like back in the day, the early 2000s, the, the TV felt organic. It didn't yeah. curate it. It really felt like, damn, they just put this together and the the content is pouring out. Now and Simon is just being a dick because he's a dick. Yeah, but now everything just feels forced and they're like, oh, how can we get people to get on board with this? It just, it doesn't feel like the, it's for the audience. Oh, that's true. That The first thing that comes to mind when you say that is there's a new Netflix show that I was just reading about that's like still hosted by Nick Lachey and Vanessa, Vanessa oh Lachey. Oh my God, I was just watching that yesterday. Ultimate. Shut up. Um, yes. Okay. All right. So let's, let's break that down. I don't know Please. what bullet points we're going to get into with the pod, but the show, first of all, the hosts, I, like I love them, <laughs> but if we're going to do Ultimatum, like I need some spicier hosts. Than Vanessa and Nick Lachey, who like, sure, did they have a spicy beginning because Nick was famously with Jessica and then like, and then he went with another like, t okay, fine. We're so far away from that. It's just, I want some hosts that like, you think they have issues in their marriage. I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want these people who are like, yes, and so we're here and we love marriage and, and we're here to help. But I don't. I don't want that. Yeah, because I, we love marriage, we're going to try to destroy yours. I'm confused. Yeah, no, 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 no. I don't want that. I don't want Wait, that. so let's pitch. Who do we think would be... Whose marriage are we doubting right now? That, of course, would never do it, but would be a dream scenario. I mean, you know, I mean, like, this is maybe low-hanging fruit, but no, even though they're not... No, no, who, I'm not even going to let you say it. I would love John Legend, <laughs> John Legend and Chrissy Teigen. Okay, that's actually better in your eyes. Wait, who did you think I was going to say? Do you know? I hope not Will and Jada. No, I wasn't gonna say. Okay. That. <laughs> Wait, can you? Okay, that no. I thought you were reading my mind. I was gonna say Courtney Kardashian and Travis. Oh well, they just started. That doesn't count. We. Can't. I know, but I feel like this. They, the only reason they would do it is because they want the press and the stakes are low because they've been together for about four and a half seconds. However, Chrissy Teigen and John Legend is inspired, and that is why they pay you the big bucks. That would be yeah. so good. Yeah, that would be a great show because you could just see the little nuances that John Legend is like, if if I don't be the calm one here, we will get divorced. And then Chrissy's going to make jokes that are towing the line of appropriateness. And then the camera zooms in on John Legend's eyes. Is yes. he okay with that? Yes. And he would be completely embarrassed. 
every single episode. So yeah, I think that. And then they would do a reunion episode, but the real question is, are Chrissy and John okay? Yeah, are y'all still together? <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, stay tuned for season 14 when Nick and Vanessa somehow retired to hosting Jeopardy. Okay, and even if we didn't like tell them what ultimatum is about it it literally like the name is what the show it's literally is it it's like you it's, what they go they couples go together and they and then they put them with another person to see if they actually want to be with the original partner they came with right well no it, one person is like i want to get married and the other person right is like, i'm not ready i don't want to like hold on and so the one is like if you don't get married to me i'm gonna try to find somebody else here in, in the show I'm going to probably pair off with somebody else who might be ready for marriage. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a mess. It's a mess. And I think Love is Blind was a mess. And and, and they realized that people were enjoying some of the mess. And so now they're they're cranking the mess factor up so much. However, speaking of mess, did you see what they're doing for the next season of Ultimatum already? No. They are apparently doing a all or mostly female queer version see and that's where i'm going to stop them now i like it when the <laughs> traits are like being problematic and, and disheveled i don't need we we're trying to keep our queer families together we don't especially right now like we're just trying to say that. the word gay not tear the say, gay people apart i'm gonna say no to gay ultimatum and i would love to see that happen because lesbians love to get married we, we right. like the second day we're like do i have a ring yeah so that's i'm like i'm surprised i can find people that... i'm surprised this might this might be a setup they they might they might pay these people to they're all straight to pretend, they're just la- to pretend they're like okay one of you has to butch it up and they're like oh, right i right, guess right. i could wear plaid it's casting it's all casting <laughs> well, well that's the thing it's all casting i won't be watching i won't be watching okay I'm, we're boycotting I'm, yeah we're boycotting I'm, lesbian ultimatum yeah, because listen, let me tell you, L word did enough damage for me. The L word did enough damage for me. So have you recovered? Are you okay? No, no. I mean, what they did to Pam Greer, it is, I can never forgive them. Mm. Can never. I am a huge fan of lesbians, but I never watched the L word. Are you? I don't think, and you know what? I think that makes you more of a huge fan. Okay. That, that you did not watch the L word. So that makes you, that you respect us. You respect us enough not to watch the L word. Yes, I am dragging the L word on gay ass podcasts. Well, listen, Ashley Ray, Ashley Ray, oh, this will not be edited out. Ashley Ray was kind of saying a similar thing about like the fact that I was never watching it maybe shows my respect towards queer women. And I want to say, yeah. yeah, it's just like whatever they put together for that you know good for y'all that you wrote it you know it was it was written and it was made but <laughs> i think they never moved with the times and so mm-hmm. that's what people thought of like what lesbians are like and it's just like no man uh, we don't have yeah. we don't have a ton of representation anyway so then this is the one like oh lesbians in terrible boot cut jeans and <laughs> blazers just running amok in la okay i guess that's what it you is. wrote that. That was made. It was made. It was made. Well, I'm curious to see if at any point in our lifetimes we will get the like mainstream bachelor, gay, queer 
Like, I, I, I do think we need really solid, positive representation. The trash monster in me who watches some reality TV would not mind a gorgeous array of men who end up just fucking each other. But again, is that what we need or is that, should I just go to Twitter porn? That's I, the question. Let me tell you, I'm okay with the straights just doing anything and everything their hearts desires. I, I'm okay with it because we have so many representations of them. There's mm-hmm. so many shows just based on, you know, heterosexuality, men and women dating. So I don't care if they put out another show where they look a mess. I can't, I don't want, I don't want it for my, my people. I just, yeah, we need some more years of, of like yeah. actual good stories before we then go to the garbage. Game. But I will say insider, I, the lesbian mess is out there. It's, it's crazy. Like the stuff that I hear, I'm like, yeah, I need y'all to never put that story out there because it's bad. Let's keep it off the internet. Yeah, it's just, I haven't seen a really bad, like, lesbian situation gone gone viral on Twitter. And that's how I know that they respect, you know. That is a really good point. You're right. It's rare that you actually, like, you know, like, when you're, like, hear those, like, people live tweeting on an airplane, the couple in front of them either meeting or breaking up, and it's always straight people, but within the community, we're, like, people can say all they will about, especially, like, queer people can say all they will about us as being messy to each other, but we have been pretty good about uh, keeping the image intact when it comes to, well, yeah, I say mostly. I'm sure there are a bunch of... I'm going to say the gay men... Not as much. Today's guys, y'all, I don't know. <laughs> I, y'all are really... Literally, as I was saying that, I was thinking about... No, like, I'm like, you're. there's no way. There's no way. There's no like, way. You're doing a great job. You're not. You're there was the guy that was like partying uh, when he was like, ha- literally had COVID. And he was like, it doesn't matter. And like his voice, like he yeah. was like... He, and then there was recently... I, I even hate to bring it up because I'm not doing the exact thing I don't want to be doing. But <laughs> there's videos going up on Twitter about like... I'll just say, like, people putting things inside of them that they shouldn't. and That they should not. Oh, no. Or remember remember gays over COVID? Of course. Yeah. I'll never forget. Like, peak pandemic, gays, like, on a boat in Puerto Rico or something like that. And that was where the whole meme came of, like, all were tested. Yeah. Like... Yeah. It was, listen, let me tell you, I know that, like, lesbian women or like lesbian adjacent, or just the queer community and that's that terrible things go on. But I have not, I have not seen, which yesterday I saw a tweet that it's like old, but a woman had a picture of a guy that she met in Miami at the the beach and they were like hugging. And she's like, Twitter, I know what you've done for other people. If you can find this guy, I think he lives in Detroit. Like she was, she was acting like, oh, this might be the one. They find the guy. You know how they find the guy? By his wife. His <laughs> wife responds. His wife responds. And it's just like, yep, I have not seen that happen to the lesbian. And I love that for us. Twitter, I see I see what you've done for others. Let me find this perfect man. Oh, the one that's married? Sure. Yeah. And he didn't have a ring on. And he, had, oh he was trying to defend himself. And he's like, listen, I was in the water. I didn't want to lose my ring. Also, I okay. spoke to her for seven minutes. So I don't know why she was looking for me. Well, now, I mean, that's the thing is like, there are so many s- sides of the story. Because like, what? Like, she could have been cuckoo cuckoo bananas anybody who's putting just a random photo of them at a pool or a beach 
They're like, I met this person. I don't know who they are. Can you find them Twitter? That's psychotic. Okay. Yeah. That's the fact that Twitter is like, yeah, we're going to help you. That's, that's how you know it's not good. Yeah. Doxing is doxing is doxing. Doxing is doxing is doxing. Even if you're like, it's for good. It's actually not. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, listen, I think it's inevitable that every single person will be doxxed at one point, and I just hope I get good docs where like some crazy person thinks that we're in love, and I have to be like, no, I'm married. I mean, listen, I think that if you don't have an apartment, you can't get docs. So more people <laughs> get homeless. Be homeless, and you won't get docs. It's your fault for having a home. That's the new public health campaign that we're gonna put out. <laughs> if you don't want to get doxed, don't live in a permanent residence. Right. Well, listen, I do want to ask the famous podcast question, Sydney Washington. I gotta ask you, whose fault is it that you're gay? Who do we blame, babe? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Um, I'm going to blame my cousin. Uh, yeah, my cousin. I In the family. In the family. Yeah, my cousin, a, a boy, obviously, we we kissed like three times and every time I was like, this is gross. And I thought it was because he was my cousin, but because he was a boy. I realized when I kissed a girl, I was like, oh, this feels right. Even though this this girl is old. also happens to not be incest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> In my head, I completely was like, oh, no, it's girls. I I don't like my cousin because he's a boy. Sydney, here I am feeling embarrassed that at one point I thought one of my cousins was attractive and you're just kissing them for the third time. I think it's so brave. You have, that you've to, come kiss, on. You have to kiss somebody three times to know if you like them or not. 
I do support that. I do support that. Do you do you have any regrets about kissing your first cousin? No. First of all, he was not my first cousin. Okay, how dare I assume? My second cousin. And no, because I think that we try to shelter children all the time. We try Mm -hmm. to shelter kids. But kids are going to be kids and they're going to get into everything and anything. And we could tell them, I don't even think we actually tell kids, you shouldn't kiss your cousin. We never tell them that. We actually tell them, you shouldn't be hanging out with strangers. Don't talk to strangers. Strangers are bad. So who are you going to kiss? Your cousin. Your second cousin. Your cousin. (laughs) I mean, I think every single person would maybe not be as open as you are being or as I will probably force myself to be. But at, at one point, we all have thoughts about someone who happens to be in our extended family. Right? Now that is gross. Having thoughts about family. You kissed them though. You had a thought. Yeah, no, no, no. Kissing. It was it was just like, oh, let's kiss. It was one of those things. It wasn't like, oh, I was thinking about Kevin. I want to kiss him. It was kind of like, we've seen a kiss on TV. Oh yeah. No, I I was actually kidding. I've never Oh no, 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 don't do that. No, never had a thought. No, 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 no. Don't take it back. I caught you. I love this game. Here I am trying to shame you, and now yeah. I'm like outing myself as like not, a full on. I, I just what I mean is I'm gonna, I'm not walking we're in. Human, back. First of all, we're human beings, and I we're I, human beings. I, I hate to put this. It might sound real, but like there's certain restrictions that you just can't put on the like human body, and that's like attraction, physical attraction to whoever it is, whatever it may be. You have to say in your mind, like, I can't like this person because we are related. And you have to keep saying that over and over and over again. But when you're a young child, when you're like seven years old, yeah. you're not thinking like that. Not at all. I think, and I think really also like, capacity. it also depends on like how often you see the, like the, like what the closeness is, because it's also like with friendship too, you mm-hmm. are, it's, this, it's basically the same thing. You're telling yourself, this is my close friend. I should not do anything that would like blur any sort of line but of course if you have an attractive friend and you're like oh would it be like there's obviously plenty of stories of people kissing because it just feels like the moment is right yeah um yeah i and i don't and i think there's there's nothing wrong with like having those feelings and then working through it you know mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i think when you say when you tell someone you can't do it that actually makes them want to do it more Totally. And I think that's why people don't say, hey, you shouldn't kiss or fuck family because they're like, if I put that in their head, they might just go against the grain and do it. And again, just like the lesbians aren't putting things on Twitter, we do not know what's happening. We don't. Offline. We do not. We do not. And that's why, I, okay, here is a problematic thing that I'm about to say. I think that's why people cheat because we tell people all the time, you shouldn't cheat. Cheating is bad. Bad. So people in their head, they're like, if you're telling me this is bad, I'm going to do it. Yes, which is partly why I think the straight community in many ways has such a rampant issue with that. Mm -hmm. And of course, everyone fucking cheats or like there's it's in every community. However, it's I would probably say statistically, it's probably worse than the straight community because for centuries, 
they've been told like with the bible and with whatever the fuck of like if you cheat on your spouse you're burning in hell xyz and uh, i think you're right that there's a rebellion against that whereas queer people have been told since the day they were born that you're already wrong for being who you are and so exactly. there's like less rules about it and right. so then i bet That's you there's exactly more faithfulness people gay too I mm. saying that people saying that gay is bad, get gay is wrong. Like you shouldn't, you shouldn't have these feelings. It actually pushes those feelings more in like you're up, but you're like, Oh wait, wait, do, do I like the same sex? Like, because you keep hearing people have like such bad views on it. You're like, yeah, try it out. Well, let me try and- you're constantly reminded of how bad it is. And so then you're constantly just reminded of it being a thing. And then you're constantly being faced with the fact that you are probably that thing that Mm -hmm. they're talking about. And even, okay, now I'm taking it to another level. That's why I think uh, polyamorous situations, they always end in cheating because even Mm. though it's like, it's open, we can like have this discussion of, oh, I can see this person. You can, I can see you with, we can have multiple people there's always going to be that person that's like, I'm not going to mention this little thing. Oh, now, now you well that, have to hold this whole openness. So that's the hot take. Are yes. you saying that from your, do you, do you observe that people in open relationships, do you, do you think that that is, do you have a stance about, is it playing with fire or do you, what do you, what do we feel about like what you notice in a general sense? Absolutely. Whenever you're in a situationship or a relationship and you're like, oh, we're open or we could have multiple partners, there's still issues because people lie. People lie mm. and hide things, even no matter what you're like, oh, we could do anything. You could do whatever you want. Long as you tell me, they don't want to tell you because that's not hot. Being I... honest is ugh. Is it, do you get wet being honest? No, it's the lies. It's the (laughs) lies that turn you on. Lies make you wet. Lies make you wet. That's a new song that. Title of Lies Make You Wet. I think that's Lies Make You Wet is the title of this episode. Although it's also going to be a new song written by Doja Cat. Someone someone really good. Like, um, I do think that's true. I do. I do want to counter it by saying, I think that. If we're talking about gay men, I actually find that it seems like there is less cheating amongst open like marriages that I've noticed because they're being so open about how horny they are. And they're just like, oh, I want to do X, Y, and Z. And then versus, I think, that, of course, there's cheating everywhere. But I, I don't know. I think that like, for me, there's less of it with gay men just because it's so accepted of how horny and gross we are. I don't know. Maybe my maybe my community is fucked up, but I I hear about the cheating, honey. Oh, maybe I just don't hear about it. I hear about the cheating even when it's an open situation. So I'm just saying it. it <laughs> people do the opposite of like what people say is good. Always. I mean, it's lying always. is what Ly- lying makes you what? It's enticing. Oh, you shouldn't do drugs. Why is everybody doing drugs? I mean, that's probably why I smoked weed for the first time because I, you know, went to college and I was like, oh, I'm not supposed to do this, but I'm in college and this is what you do. But I will say it's it's legal in California and I am now feeling like everyone else is a prude where it's not legal. I feel like. But that's the thing. It's it is legal here, but I still I don't see people just like all out in the open smoking weed. True, 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 true. But when I go to other places, people are like smoking weed. It almost looks like they're smoking weed in like the most crackish 
crackhead way because they're not supposed to. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, let people, let people be able to do whatever they want and it'll make them less want to do it. I believe that. Well, well, speaking of things that is not allowed right now, you had a tweet that I very much identify with about um, Uber pools because you say you want them to come back. And um, I think you said um, $8 rides are better than all of Disneyland, which yes. I think is 100% true. But my favorite story that you wrote about is how you were once in an Uber share, an uh, Uber pool, and there was like a gay guy that was going to find out if his boyfriend was cheating on him. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, and that's the thing. We it was not that was he was not tweeting about it. You were witnessing it in real time, and that is something I'm. I don't miss the like hour and twenty minute ride that could have been a twenty five minute ride, but I do miss the straight the drama of strangers. Well, if you just timed it out right, you're like, oh, if I get in this Uber pool now, it's going to take me two hours to get there. But like, there's so much stuff that's going to happen in the two hours. It's it's like, come on, it's better than watching TV. I, I would egg people on because I knew <laughs> I knew stuff was going to pop off. And I was like, I need this uh, Like for me. Right. I can create whatever ride I want. Mm. You know? If I'm being like odd and weird and standoffish, people are not going to talk to me. But if I'm open and read, I get that's where all my stories come from. It's just being being readily available to hear the trash. And I'm ready. So how did, do you remember how the, there was an opening for you to find out that this guy was doing what he was doing? Oh, no, the, the guy got in the car immediately and was like, oh, I just want to let y'all know I'm going to find out if I'm <gasps> doing some fuck shit. He was like, we are now family. Yeah. Buckle up. He, he was furious. It, I was like, well, I like, please don't tell me if you're going to go burn his place down because I don't want to be um, a witness in the that. trial. Yeah, I don't need to be connected to that. But anything else I'm, I'm down for. I just am so jealous that I wasn't there. Did you get any sort of closure on it? No, we, I, we, I had to go. I really did have to go. I was like, I can't, like, we can't. <laughs> the driver was like, I will wait. I will wait to hear. I was like, you got to get this man's number and find out because I have to go to work. I really do. Oh man. You know what? He should host uh, re- the, 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 the Netflix show instead of the little shades. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I wish, I wish I knew where these people are now. Let's and watch them be like happily married. I mean, in what world? No. Well, I do want to. I do want to go back to the cousin kissing, only for the fact of like you're young, you kiss this cousin, and you realize like it's not what was feeling natural or right to you, but not because of cousin, because he was a boy. What was your first girl girl moment? Um, my neighbor, my neighbor, oh. actually, the the girl that was my neighbor. She was older than me, but. Yeah, I don't know. I She probably knew better than I did, but I think it was more about the exploration of knowing how to kiss. Hmm. Can we kiss? Like, we, we're not good at it. And then when you did the experimentation, you did you feel like a feeling I felt in your body? I felt something. I felt nothing with my cousin. I was like, oh, it was just a kiss. It felt like kissing your cousin. I don't I don't want to coin that term, um, but <laughs> I definitely was like, yeah, not into this. <laughs> I mean, that is I won't coin that term, but I will tell you when I kiss a girl when I was in high school, I it truly felt like I was kissing my mom. Mm, that like it, I it, it, it. Yeah. And I and of course, I like meant and mean no disrespect to her, but there's just like a, f- a biological feeling. You know, that, like, you know when you're just like not into somebody. 
I had a joke. I had a joke that like, apparently people were upset about it. I had like, I got really fucked up and I was hanging out with a a guy that was like my friend, but I guess he Mm kind of into me or whatever. Uh, But I'm, we were drinking and hanging out or whatever. And then I, we got in a cab and he was making sure that I was getting home. So he dropped me off first and he tried to kiss me. And um, I ended up like throwing up, not in his mouth, but I like, like I opened the door and threw up. (laughs) And so um, I was like, not only do I, did I know that I didn't like men, but it was, it's very specific that I didn't need to kiss white men. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, Sydney, that's racist. And I was like, no, it's not. It's actually speaking towards my homosexuality, if anything. And you're also just telling a true story. Yeah, I can't, I can't help that my body rejected him. You did not choose to literally lose your lunch. Yeah. Yeah. It was more, it, it had nothing to do with that. It was like, girl, you were, why were you drinking like Soco Lime? You're <laughs> Soco Lime shots. I'm drinking uh, like rum punch. I was dr- mixing drinks and that's why I threw up. It had nothing mm-hmm. to do with him being a man, but that's not the joke. Like, hello. <laughs> hello, find the joke. Oh, I mean, I'm, like, uh, why do I have to explain the joke, honey? That is not what we need to be doing. I I have I get made fun of for still having a hankering towards Malibu rum. I think like there. I know you're making a face. You're really making a face. Um, I just it, it takes me back to the days of of college. I think, and I, I don't actively still drink it. But if I ever want to purchase it, my husband's like back on the shelf. Yeah, yeah. I will. There's one liquor that I can never drink, and that's Absolute Citron. Oh, I remember yeah. Remember when Absolute was like a big deal and they had like br- so much branding, many parties, it was everywhere. And they had, ma- they were making random fl- flavors. I was going to say, there was like marshmallow, like toasted marshmallow so vodka. Flavors. Well, I had Absolute Citron and I used to drink it with, remember Sprite Remix? Of course. Remember they had Sprite Remix? Yeah. So I mixed it with that and with no ice. And it was just like, <laughs> I'm drinking it neat. With Sprite Remix and ooh, and I tell you, I was in college, like throwing up my whole soul all night. I'm picturing you ordering, can I get a Citroen vodka at Sprite Remix neat? I go back to the days of Four Loco as well. That was tough. Wasn't it illegal at one point? Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's I'm just grateful that. I, I don't even drink a ton anymore because I just, it makes me feel like sad about the world. So I, I stick to my weed. I'm, well, I'm sober. And so, yeah, I'm sad overall, but yeah, I can't drink. Oh yeah. You tweeted about euphoria. You're like, you're watching, like, it was crazy watching all of the, it felt like being on drugs is watching the show. Yeah. Yeah. It was one of those things where I was like, yeah, I probably should stop watching this because this is triggering, but I just had to keep going. So oh, I can't. Um, I was, yeah, I was triggered too. Just being like this, like it's, it's Zendaya's fault for being such a good actor. I was She's like, a fucking give her everything she wants. Give her anything she wants. It seems like she has been on drugs before, but she's probably just that good of an actor that she's just so good at portraying it. I don't, obviously she's not method. Cause I don't think she's ever done like hard drugs before. Right. But I think to tap into that despair and tap into that moment where you're like, I am at my rock bottom is completely fine. Oh, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. I do want to ask another question that we are contractually obligated to ask on this podcast, which is if the world was ending, 
and you could only save one character actress, who would you save? Mm. Don't. Mm. That's tough. That's that's ooh. That's a tough one for me. I mean, I'm a ride or die for uh, Viola Davis. I, I mean, I want anything and everything for her. Uh, I, I would. I. She's not gay, but I would save her. No, I think she is a pr- incredible choice. I mean. I, I'm actually trying to go back on my memory banks. I have loved her for so long, but I can't remember like the first thing I saw her in that like She was, was always in everything. She was everything. Always, she was, like you just would see her if she's not in um if she's not in Law and Order SVU, she's like playing another role in another like bigger show. She was just she was very open to being in whatever she needed to, she needed to get her face out there and also just doing the work being whatever characters and just like zendaya she deserves the world i want her i hope that she is treated like a god whatever room she walks into in in the hollywood world because it seems like from what she says that there is still like treatment with pay disparity and just like contract things that like how the hell can you disrespect Viola Davis like that? I do not understand. Because she's, one, she's an older woman. She's an older mm. woman. So right there, no respects because ageism. But also it's just like, she's black. Like it's, it's the racism is thick. It's thick in the industry. And no matter how much they're like, oh, we're diverse, we're getting better. It's like, you're not because people are talking about the pay. People are speaking on the pay and in interviews and even just in small conversations and if you know what people are making, then you can actively say, boom, I know that you're being fucked up. Based yes. on we have the same credits. We've done the same things. We're in the same status. Why is this person getting more money than me? And I think that's hopefully becoming more of a norm of openly talking about pay because clearly for generations, it was like, no, no, no. It's rude to talk about how much money you make. No, no, no. It's rude for the corporations to feel like they don't have the upper hand. That's what they think. Well, it depends. It, de- it depends. Some people don't want to talk about pay because then they don't want to be honest that they are benefiting from the racism. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. They, if they talk about their pay, then that will snowball effect into like, oh, then I'm not going to be getting paid like this anymore. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be in the position to not make my coins. But it's like, well, then don't say you're an ally. Then you're not. You're, you're not even an ally with a lowercase a. Because if you are so concerned at this point, you're probably making enough money that like you can probably be open and honest about how much money you're making. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want to do that, it's because you want to benefit off of that. A hundred percent. There's also something coming to mind when we're talking about older non-white female actresses. The movie that I need to see, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Everybody is talking about it. Everybody. Everyone is talking about it. And I'm so, there's an interview that's going around right now of Michelle is it Michelle Yeoh? Is that you say her last name? She uh, like talking about like like now is like she's been waiting for something like this, and I can yes. only imagine the like the path that she has taken to get to this moment. Have you seen the movie yet? No, I want to see it. I want. I want to see it so. Everybody's talking about it, and it seems like it's trending towards like being a monster hit, and I hope that it is because I a little bit of a name drop, I guess, is that the first person I ever met when I went to college was Stephanie Shu, who is one of the stars of this movie. And Are you she, yeah, I literally you been the first one to go watch. 
I know. Well, listen, it came out f- two seconds ago. Right, right, right. You know this? I'm sure you're actually one of these people to me. It's like you meet somebody like, you know, they're a hit. You know, they're a fucking hit. And this girl is was like, Steph, she's just like, the second I met her, she's just so funny, vibrant, smart, everything. And, but then when it actually happens, like her being this monster hit, it's so crazy. She... My age, so thir- uh, 32. 32. Okay. So she's not, she's not uh, old. She's, she's young. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. I think breaking out in like your early 30s, that's pretty, still really young. Oh, totally. Yeah. And the, yeah, the age thing with her, she's she's totally young and like and exploding. And she's already done like two or three Broadway shows. And like, but I'm enjoying seeing more things like this get made. Of course, there's so much work to be done. But like, I can only hope that this movie is like, makes a billion dollars even though it's like an indie film and all I'm that i'm sure it will i'm the way people are talking about it and the way they're reposting it i know it will we're on this we're on this pot saying we gotta go we gotta go see it so we're gonna go see it it's working yeah the marketing's working mm-hmm. but that's what it is like people don't understand that like ads uh pr all those things pour into something being a hit because mm-hmm. we are, well, most people are, are sheep. They they need to see people talking about it for them to catch on, for them to be like, okay, then I'm going to give it a time of day. And if the PR is so strong, even if they go see it and they don't like it, they won't say that they don't like it. They're like, I saw it because they want to be a part of something. They want to be, a, Ooh, that's yeah. what you need to understand like, like these shows that don't get as much, you know, views it's because it's not promoted properly. Yeah. One of the only movies I saw in the first two years of the pandemic, maybe the only one, was Zola. And that's because of the Twitter, like, all the people talking Everybody, about it. Everybody's talking about it. Everyone. It, I mean, and it took a while for it to get made and be put out. Yeah. But, I mean, boom. If it's First of all, if it's the A24, it, it, everybody's going to catch on. It, like, A24 is that girl. So you don't have the same type of like budget or buzz or whatever. It's just not going to do well. That doesn't mean that it's not good. And that's what a lot of the industry has to realize that that's another racist thing that, that goes on is that they put pour all this money into this one show Mm -hmm. and other shows that are great. I mean, you basically, I think like Abbott elementary is one is ABC. So it's, I think it's going to do well anyway, but like, Twitter, they are doing all, like so much PR for it. And it's insane. Oh, yeah. It's it's beautiful. And I think that's what, what more like people of color should do for shows. That's like we actually have the power to make something a hit as well. Totally. Totally. Uh, I do want to ask when you were growing up and having these moments where there, there's always like celebrity crushes that I feel like people latch onto. Do you have anything that comes into mind of like people that you like were feeling like a romantic in love connection with growing up? Hmm. I don't know. I was really into, I think everybody was at one point, Holly Berry. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw her and I was like, she's a, she's it. She's everything. Like she's so beautiful. And and if it wasn't Holly Berry, then I'm taking it to um, just a weird place. I was ob- obsessed with like animation, like characters. So was I was loving Sailor Moon. Oh yeah. Sailor Moon. I don't know why she didn't look sexual at all, but it's like something about 
the bangs, the energy, the long legs. I'm like, I would, I would kiss her. I kiss my I, cousin. So why would I not kiss Sailor Moon? <laughs> why not Sailor Moon? I got really confused by Jessica Rabbit. Like, oh a, yeah, oh Jessica Rabbit. The bunny, the bunny titties. Come on, that I was, was like, first of all, that hit everybody's sexuality. They're like. Are you gay? Are you straight? Or are you attracted to sex of Jessica Rabbit? Like those are the, <laughs> those are genres. The three sexualities: mm-hmm. gay, straight, Jessica Rabbit. Yep. Now is that the title? We'll figure it out. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I think that there's few people that can really transcend those things, and I do think Halle Berry is one for me as well. She is so fucking gorgeous i think jessica rabbit was animated in a way that somehow hit the buttons i think samantha jones and sex in the city i try to fantasize about her when i would be in the shower because i wanted to prove to myself that i could be straight okay and and i and actually it like on the kinsey scale i think i'm really far gay like i really really far but i think like there's one percentage point that could be kim cattrall okay that i think that is also another genre of sexuality so I like a hundred percent. Oh, wait, another one. Eon flux. Remember it was on MTV. I'm looking up right now. Eon flux. It was like late night, late. It was like right after Beavis and butthead. Oh, Oh the, yeah, like, yeah. 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 Leather outfit or like latex outfit. It, that was, that show was so disgustingly sexual. <laughs> This is such a niche ref. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's niche. It's like you old bitch. I'm like, yes. <laughs> I would those are the shows that I would watch. I think I'm gonna post on the on the podcast Instagram these pictures because she is a sexual cartoon bitch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hope our queer girlies know about her because this I might I feel like they should. I mean, you have they to, should. you have to pay homage to her. I mean, yes, she was making out with like disgusting men but i mean she did it for the work she it was for work there's also a cartoon that in like my like college days uh, um he it's like a spy guy in a tux but it was like a comedy um i know someone knows what i'm talking about um it's not mr gadget is it no but i do remember being like what else do you have on that I'm sure Inspector Gadget had some sort of toy that could hit my prostate for sure, but it wasn't him. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Wow. Wow, Eric. That's what, that's what we're saying. What is what is going on under that jacket? Saying li- that's live. We're saying that live here. We're, we're live. Uh, this is coming um, on Gas Podcast. Uh, speaking of, since we have to end soon, I got to ask a question that you weren't prepped for, but I got to know your answer. Sydney Washington, what is the best Whoopi Goldberg film? The best, the best, the best. I am gonna go for. She she wasn't she's not she wasn't the main character in this, but I I really did love her and how Stella got her groove back. She was so funny. I for I I'm ashamed to admit this. I forgot she's in that movie. Yeah, she was with Angela Bassett. How could you? She was like supporting actors. I, you can't. How do you forget? I haven't seen that literally since like the like I was a teenager. Listen, you gotta. This is what the problem is: is that we have to go back and look at the old stuff. We can't just keep watching new things. And yet, there's so many. I just found out a, a Whoopi film last then, week that I haven't then, seen. You know, no, no, actually, you know, I we I can't be rude to the Sister Act franchise. So obviously, sister- and I was I was hoping we would get to that moment, and yeah. we did. And sister I want to thank Act. you for that. Okay, so I, you know, I want to say. 
how Stella Gardner grew back is, you know, part two to I love her in Sister Act, in Sister Act two. So what a beautiful answer it's yeah. so it's so layered I I, like that i skipped over that that was no 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 no. you just you took your time to really that was you, hit, you hit all the right spots yeah. well sydney i want to thank you for coming on this podcast it has been a dream of mine for a while and you truly surpassed my expectations like, i'm like did i give you everything that you needed i'm everything like, and more are you more? kidding i mean i have truly like, there's more you have to give them more you have to give them so much they have to cut 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 no you are giving me usps because you delivered you deal. Um, where can people follow you? Uh, I'm on Twitter as Justed NYC. I, I really just repost other people's tweets because that makes me feel like I'm doing something. I am, you know, uh, contributing to the world, but I'm mainly on Instagram, which is Justed BW. That's where I have like my Barbie stories and crazy things that I put in my Insta stories because that's where. My brand lies. It lies in the Insta stories. So, the brand lies in the Insta stories. Oh, please promote! I have a solo show called How to Start a Fire. It'll be at Elysian, April twenty third at eight p.m. and it's about my childhood. I accidentally burned my house down, so it's like all these stories that lead up to me burning the house down. Oh my god! I mean, I will literally be there. Um, I. April 23rd, everyone, come with me. This is going to be amazing. I think if you don't go, it's very racist and homophobic, so. And there you go. <laughs> there you go. Sydney, That you heard it here first. Thank you. Friend of the Pod Production. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.